Hi, I'm Christopher Ayala, the CEO of Alkahoot, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I am your host, it's Paul Kemp. And I am here today with, uh, I think this is probably the first time that we've had someone from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, her name is Stacy Levine, and she is the creator of something called Dash. And that means discover architecture through stories and history. And it's it's like a QR code walking tour. It's really fascinating. We're going to find all about that project, uh, what inspired Stacy to do that, and then learn a lot of stuff along the way. So first of all, Stacy, a warm welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Well, f- first of all, explain to us then what is Dash, uh, discover architecture through stories and history. Perhaps you could just walk us through what it is you're trying to do. Okay. Well, it's a QR code walking tour. So it works with your smartphone or web-enabled mobile device. Um, I am an architect. And so my passion is buildings and um, most notably historic buildings. And so um, throughout my career, I've noticed that most people don't realize the historic significance of buildings that they walk past every day. So um, this project is, um, was born out of uh, my desire to help um, educate the public on, on um, the gems that are located on, on their street. Well, I mean, first of all, I have to say thank you so much for bringing such a wonderful uh, idea to the world. Uh, I actually, a few years ago, was thinking that we needed QR codes in museums that, you know, we could just pull out our uh, smartphone. Uh, we had a, a previous episode where... You can almost take that QR code and uh, then uh, do some augmented reality, but that's probably for a future, um, you know, solution. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're not walking around your city uh, st- sticking these QR codes all over these buildings. Are you? <laughs> no, no, um, I'm starting pretty small, and actually, um, this project is part of my master's uh, degree. I'm getting my master's. Um, here at a university in Nashville um, in civic leadership, and this project is part of my thesis. So I'm starting pretty small. I have about 10 buildings that I've targeted in my hometown of Dixon, Tennessee, which is a small, quaint, um, almost rural town about 45 minutes away from Nashville. So that's where I'm starting. but I hope to grow it um, to include the rest of the county and then hopefully other cities um, in Tennessee and across across the U.S. And then maybe the world, world domination, yes. Stacey. Yes, world <laughs> domination. And, you know, this isn't, like you said, this isn't um, a new idea. I, my husband and I love to travel and visit um, different um, architectural, you know, wonders. And we're kind of geeky like that. We like to go... Um, tour architecture. So we were in Palm Springs, California last year when we discovered an app that um, was very similar in in the design of of Dash. And uh, you would follow the app around Palm Springs and look at modern architecture. And I loved that. We spent three days just totally being geeky and driving around and looking at buildings. <laughs> so um, that was really what gave me the idea to do this. And um, 
The reason why Dash is not an app is really just because it's cost prohibitive for me right now. So I found that QR codes are free to generate. And um, so that's kind of how I'm working um, to get started. But eventually it may become an app. Well, I mean, you're speaking to a lot of uh, developers who listen to this show. And so if anyone has it, it in their heart to perhaps do a joint venture with you, then uh, it now is the opportunity to approach Stacey. Uh, so uh, first of all, I have to say, we what I'm learning from you is that inspiration can come from anywhere. And we just have to be aware of it and uh, then apply it to our own passions and our own uh, interests. And also, you know, what I'm really interested in is many of my listeners are doing masters as well. They're at, uh, still in full time education or uh, going off to business schools. Uh, what um, are you planning on doing going forward? Are you looking to get into a startup, uh, become full time entrepreneur or work in a corporate? What, what's your thinking at this stage? That's a good question. My parents ask me that every day. <laughs> right, OK, so are you going to give us the answer that you give to your parents? Or are you going to tell us the truth? I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, well, I am an architect and I've been practicing for over 10 years. So this is um, me going back to school and getting this degree is kind of a, a mid-career move. Um, and really it's because I, my passion is design and architecture, but I, I kind of want to get out from behind the drafting board, out from behind the computer and engage with the public more. And like I kind of mentioned um, a few minutes ago, I really want to um, help educate the public on um, on architecture and on, on architectural history. So in that sense, I don't really know what I'm going to do with my degree, <laughs> but I hope that um, uh, by working on this, dash tour um it's it's already kind of putting me out there and introducing me to people who share similar passions um and so i'm hoping to you know that something's going to present itself soon <laughs> yeah well look at well, us we connected because of your online presence and your you know i was really interested in the project and so i, I guess the lesson for the listeners the apps to tribe who listen to me and uh, listen to the show uh, that if you you just need to get yourself out there and uh, do something and, uh, you know, other opportunities come along. And uh, as you say, it's all about just doing it and being present and getting out there. Uh, are, are people actually s scanning QR codes? I know I got involved in QR codes in a big way a few years ago, and it, I just didn't feel like people were at that time uh, aware of what they were doing. But uh, do you have a different experience? Actually, I'm having to educate the public a lot on what is a QR code and how to scan them. Um, even as far as showing people how to download a QR scanner um, on their phone. <laughs> so there is a bit of a learning curve I've found. Um, I don't think it's, I don't know that it's the best option for a walking tour like this, but um, it is a learning process and I'm learning as I'm going. And like I said, perhaps I can turn it into an app in the future. Um, I am a little bit intimidated talking to you and knowing that many of your listeners are web developers because I am not. I am not very tech savvy at all. And actually, that's kind of the message that I do hope to convey to your listeners is you don't have to be a developer to create your own um, QR code walking tour or to create your own website. There are many um, kind of do-it-yourself platforms out there that I am using that are working really well. So, um yeah, I did find that the challenge was overcoming the QR codes. Maybe that's uh, improving. There's, I know that estate agents, or uh, I guess what you would call uh, 
not sure what you would call those in the US. Nah, you know, the retail, retail, uh, people oh, right. selling houses. What, what do you call those in the US? Real estate agents. Real estate, that's it, real estate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the real estate uh, industry, you know, seems to be taking uh, the QR codes and doing virtual tours. You can point people to videos. And uh, I mean, just, you know, let me just take a minute for anyone. Uh, 90% of the listeners should know what a QR code uh, is. But if not, then a QR code is uh, a um, black and white uh, image where you can download uh, numerous free apps and you scan that with your phone and it does something miraculous with your phone. It either takes it to another website or it downloads an app or uh, it can make a call, it can send a message. Uh, what, what does your QR code do by uh, out of interest? It takes you to a private web page. So each of the buildings have a unique QR code decal on them. And when you scan the QR code in front of one particular building, it takes you to a hidden web page with all of the historic information, historic photographs, and eventually I hope to have audio files of um, interviews that I've recorded with community members who are sharing their memories of the building. Oh, that'd be great. And what resource were you using? You mentioned that QR codes are free to generate. Have you got a good, uh, some good advice on where to go and do yes. that? Well, because this is a graduate school project, I needed to be able to collect data very easily from you know how many times the QR codes have been scanned. So I found a website um, called deliver.com, D-E-L-I-V-R.com. And it lets you create, I think, up to five QR codes for free. But after that, there's a small fee. Um, but it gives you a great dashboard so that you can go and kind of check all of your analytics. And so that's really um, what drew me to that. Um, and that's how I've created all of my QR codes is through deliver.com. Yes. And you reminded me now of all those websites I used to use. QR stuff, I think was one. Uh, Get, Get Share Square, I think is another one. Um, yes, yeah, so, so obviously you just Google QR codes and uh, most of them are free. Some of them, I didn't like the way that uh, they were monetizing those websites where they would uh, almost put a little ad on the, uh, you know, the, the website. On the website, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like anything. So, I mean, actually going forward, you know, if we're building an app for you, uh, I would imagine that we could possibly use, if, we, if, if it's an Apple product, an Apple app, uh, maybe uh, iBeacon which uh, would actually communicate with the device, uh, tell you exactly where it is. And then uh, I know retailers are using iBeacons quite a lot. Uh, these are little um, uh, Wi-Fi uh, devices within the, uh, uh, the phone. And uh, you can buy these uh, iBeacons and then you can have them generate uh, certain things to, to anyone who walks past. Okay. So uh, that, that's an interesting development possibly for, uh, for the future of your app. And, you know, I'm going to have to get into uh, one of the main segments on this show is that we try to develop new ideas for apps. And uh, I, I'm just starting to think of quite a few ideas that you're um, almost inspiring us to, to think about. Uh, for example, uh, well, first of all, do you have any other ideas for apps? Have you ever kind of walked uh, down the street and thought, yeah, no, I've got another idea already for an app? Um. Really, they just kind of stemmed from this architectural tour idea. Just like you mentioned earlier, I had thought, oh, these would be great um, to have inside museums to kind of guide you around so that you could use your phone rather than those funny handheld 
things they give you in museums. Yeah. That, that, uh, that just seems so old fashioned, doesn't it? You know, you go into a museum, you pay $10, $20, whatever, you get this whole old headset with almost like a Walkman type device. And then you go around with this, uh, you choose the language and then you get a really boring uh, presentation from one presenter. Um, an app is perfect for that. You know, if we want an idea for an app and I, I feel that, that there's a big market for all that stuff where you could get uh, an app to uh, almost, you could choose different narrations, maybe uh, different generations. So you could have, um, you know, a 10-year-old talking you through the uh, museum, uh, you know, someone middle-aged and uh, some old old person. You can imagine like the um, the possibilities cause, because uh, obviously, the, you know, an app is a lot more versatile. Yes, and a few other functions that I've conceived of that I would love to have as part of um, my Dash tour um, is kind of bringing in kind of a Foursquare aspect where you can check in um, at the different locations, but also to kind of drive some economic development and to get people to go inside the buildings and spend money. Maybe maybe a coupon pops up on their screen when they visit a certain building and it propels them to go inside and and grab lunch, you know, at this restaurant because they've been sent, you know, a deal over their, over their phone. Um, so I'd love to see that kind of economic side to Dash as well. Okay, let's just explore and have a, almost like a brainstorm here because this, this show is all about creativity. It's very authentic and, and you sound like you're, you know, someone who's got a lot of ideas. Uh, imagine the possibility of creating some kind of uh, gamification around architecture, you know, where almost like uh, you, the more uh, buildings that you zap with your QR code, the more uh, points that you score. And maybe when you get to a certain reward level, you get an interview with the, one of the architects or you get a personalized tour or, you know, you just kind of gamify the whole uh, of architecture. How cool would that be? Right, or like a scavenger hunt. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, where would you get clues of where to go to find um, the the next uh, the next clue? Mm. Well, um, as you say, you're talking to a bunch of uh, developers, so we're inspired by <laughs> potential for that idea. Uh, the other thing, Stacey, we like to do is this is the App Guide podcast. We love to know about apps. And I wondered if you had uh, one or two apps that are on your phone that you tend to use. Uh, I'm assuming you've got a phone near you. Uh, would you be able to? Yeah, <laughs> almost every guest has. Daily, I use WhatsApp to talk to all my friends. It's um, not sure if you're familiar with it. WhatsApp, it's kind yeah, of a group. We've heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I text you guys over the over the ocean too for free i'm pretty sure with whatsapp um that's pretty much the one i use mostly and facebook of course um a lot of youtube because i have a toddler and i show videos to her yes Uh, and you know what um is uh, you know i also have twin boys and uh, they watch a lot of youtube and I almost feel like there needs to be a, a third-party app for YouTube that is specifically for kids, in a way. Because I have to confess that you know most of the time it's been fine, but there's been one or two occasions where I heard a little bit of swearing on a video that were, they were watching, uh. and I'm like thinking that you know they're, they're obviously you know, so there was like some kind of cartoon that 
someone was swearing over and uh, uh it was in at the time when their mother-in-law was here as well which is like uh oh, great. very <laughs> embarrassing but yeah i think a third party integration uh, where you can just have almost like you you're incredibly safe and you can let the kids then roam around yes yeah i agree something needs to be done about youtube and yeah possibly another children's kind of channel on youtube maybe um another app i've been using lately is um for you for your listeners who are here in the u.s it's called i citizen and it's um, an app developed by a local nashville guy and it's um it's politics it kind of it kind of keeps you up to date on your local and national politics, but it also gives you um, kind of a gamification of politics as well. It gives you some um, some kind of games to play and trivia. So it, it it's good because it helps me, me helps me understand more about what's going on and be more involved in politics, which is a good thing. Well, I think. Uh, Stacy, you've stumbled across a, an amazing. Uh, topic there which is gamification of politics because i mean if if there's any subject that needs a bit of a boost you know then i mean look at us in the uk we're, we're all our politicians are stuck in a building that's several hundred years old and the furniture is as well and uh, they're all wearing wigs and black robes and it's just so old-fashioned and the thought of somehow bringing that into the 21st century and gamifying you know the, the learning about politics and yeah that that there's possibility there definitely Oh, this is all interesting stuff. Uh, so I, so again, um, to anyone listening, uh, just go to theappguy.co, search out episode 207. Uh, you'll see links to the things that we're mentioning. So no need to write all these things down just yet. Uh, just after you've finished listening, go to uh, theappguy.co, uh, search for Stacey Levine 207 episode, and uh, you'll see all the links. Is there anything else you feel we haven't talked about that could inspire someone listening to this right now who's perhaps having a similar journey to you what what sort of words words of wisdom would you uh leave us with um words of wisdom <laughs> i guess just ask a lot of questions like i said i'm not um you know i wouldn't consider myself technically savvy but i've just asked a lot of questions and really um not been afraid to just try something <laughs> um, yesterday I had uh, Dash Tour beta tested by a an elementary school history club. And, um, you know, I w- it was a little bit nerve-wracking to have 20 students walk around and test all my QR codes and, and, and read read uh, everything that popped up on the screen. But they, they provided some great feedback. So I would just say ask questions and get feedback and never, never stop improving. You know, that's one lesson, again, also I'm learning from you, and I think we can take away is that there's, uh, I don't feel there's enough occasions where we actually get out into the public and see the public uh, using the things that we're building. And a lot of the best apps uh, do have histories of, uh, you know, going out and literally just watching people uh, use the app. And I just feel like there's more to be done there. And so that's one of the things I've just picked up on, uh, get out into the physical world and uh, actually watch out, you know, watch people using the things that we're creating rather than just look at numbers behind a screen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how best can we reach out and connect with you, Stacey? What's the best way? Well, you can email me, um, S-H-E-P-A-R-C-H at gmail.com. 
Um, and you can visit my website and get all my contact information, which is dashtour.org. Great. Well, uh, it's been a real pleasure going through your journey. And uh, I'm, as I say, totally inspired. You're the first person actually in 207 episodes to talk specifically about QR codes and the clever use of that. Uh, also, uh, one of the first, I think, to talk about architecture as well. And uh, I feel like that needs to be a little bit more focused on for us uh, because, you know, we do have these uh, amazing devices in our pocket and uh, the thought of uh, having you know, more of, actually, we did have someone on the show, I'm thinking of Happy Jar, uh, the creator of Happy Jar, he's an architect by day as well. And I believe there's actually quite a few little architecture apps that are pretty handy uh, for um, people like yourself. Great. Well, Stacey, thank you very much. Uh, All the best with your project. I'd love to get you back on the show when uh, you've got another thing uh, going on. And uh, uh, thank you very much for joining us on the App Guy podcast. Thank you, Paul.